Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. I'm a little drunk this morning. It took uh, three tries to get the opening right. Well, you got it right eventually, though. That's all that I matters. I did, and that is all that matters. How are you? I'm good. Did you have a good weekend? Um, did I? I don't even know. No. It's over so fast, you know. I got things done. That's all that matters. Is it? Sometimes. All right. Um, let's talk about National Polka Dot Day. Yes. Did you know that Friday was National Polka Dot Day? I had my nail done in polka dots. Well, you're ahead of the curve then, I guess you? so. So, um, in honor of National Polka Dot Day... Who in the Disney world wears polka dots? Uh, Minnie Mouse. That's right, Minnie Mouse. So Minnie Mouse uh, has a new event named after her. It is the Positively Minnie, the Polka Dot Summit 2.0, the digital edition. Uh, It has been created by uh, Disney, and it is to encompass her bold fashion, fun, and classy attitude and style. It is a global virtual summit. Uh, this is going to allow audiences around the world to showcase what it means to be positively positively mini through fun, powerful, and uplifting programming that will leave participants feeling inspired. Uh, free to the public, they will have mini-inspired workshops and styling sessions, a keynote conversation, and you'll be able to shop the, most importantly, be able to shop the latest mini merchandise. Um, so to continue the National Polka Dot Celebration, Exciting collaborations and retail collections with Kate Spade, New York, Eggy, Loungefly, Happy Planner, Corksicle, Tommy Bahama, Bobble Bar, and Torrid are now available at retailers nationwide. Um, to register for the Polka Dot Summit 2.0, you can go to the Creative and Cultivate, Cultivate website at creativecultivate.com polka dot summit, uh, and you can register for the summit through February 12th. The summit begins on February 13th at 9 a.m. Pacific. All right. Yeah. My goodness, that's a lot of information about polka dots. It's more more polka dotty information than I've ever wanted to know. Right? How about compliments? Do you like to know a lot about compliments? I do. Friday, coincidentally, was also National Compliment Day. And I meant to tell you how nice your hair looked on Friday. Thank you very much. You didn't tell me even though I got a haircut. I got a haircut on Thursday. You did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is just to remind people that on National Compliment Day, um, you can always add hashtag cast compliment uh, to a Twitter uh, or uh, something on social media if you encounter a cast member that does something good and it will usually make its way back to management and then they will recognize the cast member. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, Plan Disney has now um, brought themselves to social media. That's right. Plan Disney used to be known as the Disney Moms Panel, uh, which was actually moms and dads. Um, and they are now available. They used to be just exclusive to the Disney website and the uh, Parks blog. But they are now on Instagram at Plan Disney Panel. Panel. Plan Disney Panel. <laughs> And on Twitter, at Plan Disney. Um, you can get lots of tips, recommendations, and more on the social media outlets. Very good. Yeah. Can you give me a new recipe? Because I believe that Disney Magic Moments has listed one. That's right. If you enjoy blue corn pupusa as much as I do. Oh my goodness, who wouldn't? Then this recipe is for you. Uh, So this is a fan favorite from the Epcot International Festival, I'm sorry, from the Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts. 
Uh, and this is a Salvadoran dish that starts with blue masa corn cakes, stuffed with white cheddar, and then topped with shredded pork, guajillo arbol chile sauce, cabbage slaw, and aji amarillo crema. So um, I've seen a couple people try to make this over the weekend, <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. It just, to me, it looks like a pile of, of food. It doesn't, it doesn't look delicious. No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But apparently it tastes really good. Okay. So if you can't uh, get enough pupusa, <laughs> check out this recipe on the Parks blog. Okay, then. Uh, so there's a new character at Olani. Olani. I believe we talked about him before. We have. Um, Olu Mel is a friend of Duffy's. Uh, Duffy is Mickey's bear. And as you might remember from previous stories, Duffy has a large following over on the Asian continent. And a few months back, Olu Mel, who is a singing turtle, uh, was added to the cast of uh, characters that are Duffy's friends. Well, now Olu Mel uh, actually appears at the Aulani Resort playing his ukulele uh, and singing. Uh, Mel in Olu Mel is short for Melody. Uh, and he got his nickname after Duffy and his girlfriend, Shelly May, heard his beautiful singing. All right. Yeah. So He's uh, really cute. He is. He's a big, stuffy, fluffy turtle. <laughs> He's cute. Yes, he is. Disneyland's Ken Potrock has talked about future membership options. This would be what, in place of annual passes? Yeah. As we all know, Disneyland uh, has decided to cancel their annual passes. Um, and Pen- Ken Potrock has said, don't worry, there is going to be, uh, there are going to be future membership options available to guests. But he said they are taking time while the parks are closed to develop new offerings and think in new ways about the business of the situation they find themselves in. So, uh, you know, they're asking questions like, uh, how do they want to access our park? How do they, uh, how frequently do they access the park? What is their level of spontaneity? What are the level of what is the level of value? So this new program will incorporate elements of the old pass holder program, but it will also include new features and experiences. So I guess they're going to give people some additional flexibility. Um, and in conjunction with the announcement of a new membership uh, offering, uh, Disneyland has been sending out guest surveys. Um, to pass holder members, questioning them about their annual passes. You know, how long of a reservation window do you want? How many reservations would you like to hold at a time? Would you like to have uh, blockout days? Would you like to have merchandise discounts, food and beverage discounts, parking included, max pass included, uh, photo pass included? Um, you know, house house. Uh, how far ahead of time do you want to schedule your trip? Oh, you know, what pricing? What price points are you looking at? So they're they're really going into their membership base and, uh, you know, taking all this data. And I'm sure they're going to turn it into something that uh, works know, for everybody and gives a, a good profit to Disneyland. Right. Mm-hmm. So essentially what that means is you'll get less than the current annual passport program and you'll pay more. Well, yes, maybe. But if they have different options, like you may have more limitation as to when you can go or it may whatever membership may just offer you a very discounted uh, price to go to the parks. So maybe you're still paying per day, but like very little. Right. Which still means, you know, you've got to shell something out in order to, you know, show up at the park that day, which isn't a terrible idea. You know, even if it's a, you know, you pay 
$100 a year and you get this membership and you pay $25 a day to go in. You know, there's still some sort of an investment in that day. You know, you're not just running in there, especially if they have to worry about, um, you know, limiting the capacity. Right. You're not just running in there because you want to ride one ride and, you know, grab a corn dog and then be on your way. You know, you, you have a family of four, you just paid $100 to go in. So it's not, you know, quite as quick a in and out. I think just think it would make people value that day a little bit more. Right. So I have a feeling that that's the kind of thing that they're they're going to do, but we'll see what they end up with. Exactly. All right. Um, the second week of February now has some extended park hours. This is for Disney World. That is true. Uh, coming into the second week of February will be President's Day weekend, so they usually do modify the schedules since some schools have off that week, and they have extended the hours. Uh, the Magic Kingdom, which was previously operating from 9 to 6, will open still open at 9, but will stay open until 8 p.m. on February 7th, 7 p.m. on February 8th, um, and then on February 12th and 13th, I'm sorry, 8th through 11th, it will stay up until 7. And on the 12th and 13th, the Magic Kingdom will close at 10 p.m. Uh, Epcot scheduled to be open originally from 11 to 7. It will close at 9 on February 7th and 12th, 8 on uh, February 8th through 11th, and 10 p.m. on February 13th. Hollywood Studios will be opening at 9 a.m. instead of 10 a.m., but will still close at 7 p.m. as scheduled. And the Animal Kingdom will be opening at 8 a.m. instead of 9 p. Uh, instead of 9 a.m. It will close at 5 p.m. every day except February 13th, uh, when it will stay open until 7 p.m. So it's very complicated. You know, every time they give these uh, hours two months ahead of time, uh, three weeks before the date, it seems like they're changing things. So you know, we continue to say that things are fluid. If you're heading down to Walt Disney World. Uh, you know, keep an eye on your uh, Disney app to to just verify the park hours. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, because yep. even last second they can change. All right. Um, the Skyliner is going to experience some maintenance outages this week. Yep. This is just routine maintenance. Uh, and each day of maintenance is going to take the Skyliner down for a particular route. On Sunday the 24th, uh, the Art of Animation Pop Century Resort line was unavailable. On Tuesday, the 26th, the Skyliner to and from Hollywood Studios will be unavailable. And on the 28th, the Skyliner to and from Epcot's International Gateway will be unavailable. All right. Thank you. A change in the lunching pad hours is going to begin on February 1st. That's right. The lunching pad had reopened recently for uh, seven-day-a-week service. However, that is going to change, as Cheryl mentioned, on February 1st. Uh, And on February 1st... Uh, it will only be open on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and that will stay that way until March 8th, at which point they will resume their weekday hours. So it's really only about five weeks. Okay. Not too terrible. Nope. The People Mover, which we've been waiting for quite a while now to open, has some movement that is making people think that it's going to happen very soon. Yep. It's kind of been scheduled to open on the 31st of this month although it was also scheduled to open on the 9th of this month. Yes. Um, But the uh, interesting thing is that the queue area for the people mover has recently been being used by the Astro Orbiter uh, to allow them to social distance that line a little more and spread it out. Uh, And they have separated the lines once again. So the Astro Orbiter's queue has been uh, modified so that it does not mingle 
uh, into the people mover area. So people think that the people mover opening is imminent and, you know, imminent, it's supposed to open in five days anyway. So right, right. what if they throw us a bone and open well, it three days early? I don't think that's so much the thing. I think that it just promises that it really will happen. Right. You know, when they're saying it's happening instead of getting pushed again. Hopefully. Most of the canopy framework for Tron has been completed. Uh, yep, that's the uh, that's the whole story right there. Good. All right. And then moving over to the Animal Kingdom, the Festival of the Lion King, uh, they had announced it's coming back, but there are some things that are not going to be included, and one of them makes me very sad. Yeah, the, well, this is the only thing we know that is not going to be included right now. You know, Disney announced that they would be modifying the choreography uh, for the show to socially distance the performers, um, but uh, they have announced now that the Tumble Monkeys, uh, who are four gymnasts, uh, will not be back because their routine uh, pr- uh, causes them to work in close quarters with each other and in some instances actually touch each other. No. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So they cannot uh, hold each other up with joint hands or legs, and they will not be a part of the modified show when it uh, reopens this summer. Bummer. Yeah. A new version of the Chinese theater icon was seen in Hollywood Studios. Yep, they have these banners on the bottom of uh, some of the queue ropes, um, and they have a stylized version of the Chinese theater. In the past, the um, logo has been the Chinese theater, a studio building, and the Art Deco entryway to the park. Um, And they have removed the studio replaced it with uh, some of the Galaxy's Edge buildings, and they have added a Buzz Lightyear to the sky. So once again, it is a stylized uh, 1930s version. You know, this this signage is supposed to be 1930s California, mm-hmm. um, and it, it does fit into that period. The art is very stylized like that. Um, sure, Buzz Lightyear doesn't really fit in, but if you look quickly, it just looks like it could be the silhouette of a plane. I guess with you know, arms. With arms. <laughs> but it's a funny looking plane. It is. It is. But I mean, if you look at it quick, it, I mean, the thing is, it's hanging on guide ropes. Like you right. can't even really look at it that closely, anyway. And it's it's a representation of the park. It's yeah, it's stylized '30s, but that doesn't mean we're supposed to actually think this was in the '30s, right? And a, a lot of times, this is the same logo that ends up on a lot of the trash cans. Oh, so, you know, you're going to see it everywhere then. So, uh, you know, there's there's no word if this is, is actually going to translate over to the trash cans or not. <laughs> but uh, right now it is on these rope divider uh, vinyl pieces. I like it. You uh, know, I like if it moves to the art. trash cans, yes, the first place that's going to report on it, right here. That's right. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we cover all things trash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's move to the Animal Kingdom. They have plenty of trash cans there. The Gorilla Falls is partially closed right now for construction. For construction. What? There you go. Um, yeah, they've they've modified the uh, the walk a little bit. You now enter through the exit and exit through the entrance. Ooh, fancy. Uh, they've changed all of the signage on the ground and arrows um, that are there because you're essentially going backwards through the trail. Do you think you have to walk backwards so you can get the best experience? No, I don't think so. Mm. Um, however... Uh, some of the viewing areas are being worked on, so they're they're unavailable. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, what's, what's the point if you can't go to the main viewing area? I know. If you're going to be sad about things, let's talk about what's going on at the Poly. Oh, yeah. The um, 
We mentioned how the monorail station has come down, and uh, down it has come. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is, uh, there's nothing there. There are just empty doors from the second floor of the Polynesian that uh, lead out into a big dirt pit. Um, and uh, the funny thing is there's all sorts of construction trucks there. And do you know what happened with one of those construction trucks? What? It looks like one of them broke a water main. Oh, no. Yeah. So there, uh, today, all day Sunday, there has been no food service. Uh, well, very limited food service. Captain Co- Captain Cook's has grab-and-go stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the restaurants have been closed because they do not have uh, proper water or water pressure. Oh, that stinks. Yeah. I'm sure all those people with reservations for the restaurants there are not happy. Exactly. Or if you're staying there. Yeah. Uh, I wonder, do they have water in the hotel rooms in the... I would hope so. They haven't evacuated guests. Okay. Maybe they don't care. Maybe you can just be smelly and not brush your teeth or take a shower. That's right. Speaking of smelly, you made your smelly foreigners uh, remark last week. (laughs) And are are we getting angry emails? No, but uh, Rebecca Carter really enjoyed that. uh, She thinks we're funny. That line and and got a kick out of it. Good. So she says she appreciates us and thanks us for the laughs. Oh, we appreciate you too. That's right. Without listeners, we'd just be two people talking to ourselves. Which we do sometimes. We do, which is really sad. (laughs) All right, let's move over to our favorite entryway. The castle and flags have been removed from the Osceola Parkway sign. That's right. The right-hand part of the sign, uh, which is mini, um, and the Welcome to Walt Disney World wall have been completed. Uh, They have been changed over to royal blue. Uh, The castle and flags from the archway that goes over the Osceola Parkway, as Cheryl mentioned, those have been removed. That area is being primed. Uh, So that still leaves Mickey in the center median, uh, as well as all of the posts around him. And uh, on the far, far side of the opposite side of traffic is a wall that has Goofy on it. And, you know, I've never really noticed that Goofy there. Um, No, I never have either. But he is a a third component of that uh, of that entryway. And uh, he's you know, he's going to get the makeover as well. All right, good. So it is progressing very fast there. All right. Uh, Disney Cruise Line, they have extended the final payment date and fee schedule. Yes. Uh, as we, well, as we know, Cheryl and I, yes. but not necessarily everyone listening to us, um, your Disney Cruise usually has to be paid in in full uh, between 90 and 75 days, well, 90 days um, in advance for most cruises. Uh, Disney has modified that. Uh, as of today, January 22nd, they have extended uh, this through August 31st of 2021, and your final payment will now be due 60 days prior to sailing. Um, and uh, in addition to that, uh, they have modified and relaxed their cancellation uh, fees through August 31st as well. Oh, that's good. So, um, you know, a good time to book a cruise, but, you know, the, the way cruises have been being canceled, it looks like they're going to cancel um, all of April and a few in May based on the fact that they have removed them from the booking engine. I'm just fascinated to see how this is all going to come back together. Right. You know, history in the making, truly. And I'm, I'm so curious yep. as to when it will come back. Um, Disney and 20th Century Films um, have some delays in their releases. Yeah, this was a uh, big story last week. Um a number of movies, uh, beginning with James Bond, No Time to Die, uh, has been delayed again. Um, and Disney and their 20th Century Studios and Searchlight Banners have also delayed some films. So The Kingsman has been moved from March 12th to August 20th. 
The animated film Ron's Gone Wrong has been pushed from April 23rd to October 22nd. Bob's Burgers, which is a movie version of the popular uh, animated TV show, which was originally scheduled to open on April 9th, has been taken off the release calendar completely. Um, and then some other films, four Searchlight films, have been given new dates. The Night House, July 16th. The Eyes of Tammy Faye, starring Jessica Ch- Chastain on September 24th. Antlers, in limited release October 29th. And Guillermo del Toro's Suspense uh, Nightmare Alley, uh, December 3rd, in limited release. There's still been no word on Black Widow, which at this point is still scheduled for May 7th of this year. Um, And then in non-Disney slash 20th century news, uh, No Time to Die has been moved to October. Ghostbusters has been moved. Uh, The Camilla Cabello Cinderella and Morbius have been moved to later this year by Sony. So um, it's, uh, you know, here we go playing around with movies and movie theaters again. Yep. Um, so in an effort to just get around the whole movie theater thing, Disney released Soul directly to streaming, and uh, that really helped the their rankings for streaming. Yeah. Um, Soul, which was released on December 25th, was actually the number one ranked streaming movie or episode um, from the week of dis- December 21st through 27th. So it was really only released for three of those seven days. Um, but it had 1.669 million viewing minutes, uh, which was the number one uh, show that week. The number two show was The Office, uh, which was on its last week on Netflix, which only had 1.43 million viewing minutes uh, that week. So that is a, a cool thing for Soul, which was a, a pretty good movie. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, it was great. I loved it. What you you're distracted? No, I that was that was it. I know, and then you looked at your phone. On to the next story. Do you have the next story on your phone? No, but I was getting ready because <laughs> I have to get my beep beep ready. For oh, the end of I the show. see, I see. Okay, so then let's talk about our last story. You're, you're going. You're letting people in on the magic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, at Universal, the Raptors are being added to the Velocicoaster. Yeah, a couple of big Raptors have been added to the entrance. Uh, these are static Raptors. They're not animatronic. They're pretty big. Uh, they look to be maybe eight, ten, ten feet tall. Um, and the 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 cool thing about them is they're wrapped for their protection, um, so they're completely covered. Okay. Um, so you know, always remember to wrap your raptor. Is is I guess what it what it comes down to. Um, so the the ride is progressing. Uh, I believe they're targeting a summer opening date for the Velocicoaster over at Universal, and uh, that should be a pretty good ride. Awesome. That's, That's it, it then. That's it. Do you have any anything else to say? I don't. Do you wish I did? Or are you not ready with your beep beep? No, my beep beep is ready to go. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>